You're listening to The Skateboarding Show. Stuart McClure. And, and what are you doing here at NAS, Stuart? Uh, we're here to fundraise for our new uh, campaign to restore part of the Undercroft um, to its original form. And we're trying to just speak to as many people as we can, spread the story, um, sell some of our merch, and just try and, yeah, just spread the word and meet some people. So, so loosely for us, describe what the campaign is about, what are you trying to achieve? Because we're, we're here at the Long Live South Bank stall, yeah, and that's, that's, that's the campaign. So we all know that, thankfully, hopefully, we've managed to save the, the major part of South Bank that was going to be overtaken yeah. by the corporate overlords. Yeah. Um, but now you're looking to do more than that, yeah? Yeah, so we've kind of gone from conflict to collaboration um, in the, from the old to the new campaign. So now we're, uh, we're going to be opening up part of the old section. It's like 250 metres squared. Um, and so it's in partnership with the South Bank Centre and so there's going to be the old space with the mellow banks and the like half of the driveway and it's it's going to be a wall, like bank to wall ride and then adjacent to that is going to be the schools and young people centre which has got space for enough up to three classes of uh, just space for kids to have free access to arts because the whole campaign is about providing free access to arts in the heart of London uh, and we just want to make sure that everyone in London uh, has a free creative space available to them and it's just so brilliant seeing the success of the last campaign and building to uh, being able to build on that and kind of move forward and you know, do something completely new that London's not seen before. Okay, that's kind of cool because obviously we all remember the campaign from a couple of years back about trying to save South Bank. And what's cool is that it sounds like, as you say, you're now trying to take it to the next level because there was an element of, okay, we've saved it. What now? And yeah. it sounds like you're answering that question by, by trying to open up more space. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we've been very quiet over the last like, year and a half or since we got it saved um, because basically we've been waiting on getting planning consent. So pretty much exactly from when it got saved, Long the South Bank has been working towards getting the space restored. We just haven't been making much noise because you know we wanted to kind of save up the excitement and a bit of the hype until we know that we can go ahead with it. Um, because it was always talked about, about getting the old space back because it was taken away in 2004 under the understanding that it would be given back a year later after it had been used for storage and supplies during the restoration and maintenance. But it kind of just, like fell off and everyone forgot about it. Um, but whilst the whole um, battle, if you want to call it that, was going on originally, uh, this got uncovered again and we said, well, when we do save it, we'll, um, we'll make sure that we work towards, you know, making South Point Centre decent on their agreement. And they have, it's just been, you know, quite a few number of years later. Uh, and, you know, we have planning approval now. We got it given in April. Um, we've got the plans drawn up. We're currently, as we speak, um, the structural engineers and the architects have started doing the drawings to go out to tender. Um, so it's really like in the process of being an actual, like, yeah, we're hyped, man. It's, it's going really well. Because it's, you don't have to go, like, well, obviously you do have to go back about 13 years, but obviously any footage from before 2004, you can see how big it was. You can, you know, people's lines were a lot bigger. You could see that there was more space going on there. Yeah, exactly. 
So do you think that, I mean, obviously that's going to open it up to change possibly the type of skateboarding that will be done now? Do you think there'll be, yeah. is there going to be more obstacles put in as well? Yeah, we're hoping so. And I think you're, you're exactly right. Like the, the new space opens up a whole new plethora of lines. And especially because, you know, I remember going to Southbound for the first time and I started skating it mostly after the hoarding had gone up. So I don't really remember it as the original space. And I don't know, the, the banks, the first time I got there were pretty gnarly, the ledges are pretty big, but the old space, the new flat banks are going to be quite a lot mellower and it's going to be brought back away from the public's eye a little bit, which sometimes South Bank can feel a little bit like a zoo. So we're hoping there's like, you know, a lot of the younger skateboarders and female skateboarders that are trying to get into it for the first time can feel like the new space opening up is going to offer, you know, like an easy transition into skateboarding because skating at South Bank is, you know, it's not a mellow spot some of the times. So we're hoping that, you know, the new features will be a lot easier for people to skate. And yeah, it's just endless opportunities. And the original space was designed as a thoroughfare. It was a public access space built for pedestrians to go underneath a road. And so we're trying to keep that alive in the restoration. And we want, you know, any kind of activity to go on. It's not just skateboarders and BMXs and graffiti writers. It's any kind of, you know, any kind of expression of anything that we just want the space to be open to everyone. So what's the, I mean, it's, what's, what's the current state of Longmere South Bank? Is it, is it a charity at the moment? Is it a, a corporate organization in so much as, does it have directors and so forth? Or is it just a, a campaign as such that you guys are, uh, are fronting? Um, we're officially uh, a non-profit organization. We're not a registered charity. Um, we have, you know, the, the core group of people that work on it is pretty small. Um, we have the creative director, Paul, everyone at South Bank knows Paul, he's an absolute legend, he's absolutely smashing it, so much love for that guy. Uh, Louis, who's kind of doing project management, um, again, he's just, like, everyone's burrowing away behind their laptops at all hours of the day. There's so much behind the scenes, um, like emailing and permission that needs to get access. So like Matt, he's been helping out on a lot of the um, the exhibition that we had recently and like doing more of like the, the merch and the stall and you know I, I personally focus more on the built environment side of things so I work on getting like planning permission and working with the architects for the and then we've got like Ben who does filming and Lewis who's helping us out today and then you know Trav's in all these illustrators um, <clears throat> Bailey just all the South Bank like table heads like Elaine like so many so many supporters of you know the scene that and just like our mates and friends that want to sit at the table and you know just talk to the public because we've launched a table again and we're there Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday pretty much every week um, so I mean it's a it's an amazing entity it's definitely not your average company or team like it's all very natural uh, but yeah I mean we're, we're a strong squad of friends and skaters and you know I don't know. No, I take it are all South Bank locals as well, so you're super passionate about what you're doing. It's not just, oh, I ain't got anything better to do. You're super passionate because it's your home turf, yeah? yeah? Exactly. Like, pretty much every single person that works on London South Bank started just volunteering, uh, whether it be on the table or helping out packing shoes or I was just selling books to skate shops for a long time or just, like, sitting on emails doing outreach, you know, 
everyone is so passionate about it, which really helps, you know, when, when the days are really long and, you know, everyone's a bit stressed, at the end of the day, everyone's doing it for the love of skating and the love of South Bank. So it's, you know, we don't mind the long hours. <laughs> so you, you mentioned about how it's sort of part of a whole scheme to open up the arts to people. Yeah. Which for me fits in really well because I've always seen skateboarding as an art form. It's an expression of the human body and a skateboard mixed together. Yeah. Uh, and uh, tricks are the artistic outcome. So is that part... Have you used that as part of your uh, sort of justification and your validation for your want to be part of the opening up of the arts at South Bank? Yeah, definitely. I think I agree with the fact that skating is an expression. It's like an extension of one's own, you know, well, I don't know. It's, it is what anyone makes of it. And that doesn't make sense, but it's just, you know, it's, the spectators do it, they understand that. And that's why so many people stop, because they can see, it's easy to see passion in somebody's face and it manifests itself if you watch somebody skating that skated somewhere for a long time. Like if you're not watching a South Bank local who knows the lines and, you know, it's, it's easy to see a lot of people having fun there. So I think us having access to that space has resonated with cultural institutions around London. We've had so much support from, you know, if it's local photographers or like big art institutes and galleries that send us messages of support and it's you know there was a lot of the original campaign was about you know like talking about this like cultural hierarchy that exists and I think this the success of the last campaign and this new campaign looking forward is that you know this is where a, a space where everything is treated equal and everyone's creative expression is treated as equal to anyone else's. So the um, the if if people want to support this, what sort of different things can they do? Because it's it's pretty obvious that most of the people listening to this are going to be core skateboarders, and so they're all going to be down for supporting it in some way or another um, from up and down the country. Because we all know the, the the cultural significance of South Bank to us, but but. What different things could we do if we want to actually do something as well as just listen to this and like a few things on Instagram? What other things could we do? Yeah, I probably should have plugged this right at the start. <laughs> but um, yeah, just number one, go to llsbdonate.com. You know, it's we're, we rely on donations from people up and down the country, skaters, not, or like, just anyone. We can't run without the support of the community. So if anyone that's listening wants to help out, number one thing is just like, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your dog to just go on llsbdonate.com and just, you know, if all the skaters in England and all the skaters in the world gave two quid, we'd have all the concrete slabs and substrata structural works done. Like, looking at the cost, it's just, you know, everyone needs to come together on it and like chip in or just say hello at any of the events we'll be at. We'll be at Boomtown. Um, we're going to be at Lovebox next weekend. We're always at the table. Uh, you know, give us a couple quid. We'll give you a couple stickers. Um, and going further than that, if people want to, like, say hello, we've got hello at longlivesouthbank.com as an email address. We always welcome people's opinions and ideas. Uh, we have a few people hitting us up saying that they want to put on gigs or jams at their local parks. 
So if anyone wants to put on a show and have the proceeds go to the campaign, or maybe put on a jam at their local skate park, um, you know, anything, just take a picture of you and your sticker, tag us, you know, we're, we're in an age of social media, um, and whether we like it or not, you know, we rely on that kind of promotion, so. But yeah, just talking to people, making sure everyone knows what's going on, donate what you can, and just, just go skate. <laughs> and if, if, if you were faced with somebody who's a non-skateboarder who would say, well, why should I support this? What, what's in it for the rest of people who aren't skateboarders? What, what sort of response would you give to that? I would say that this campaign reflects a huge potential shift in our urban planning like way of understanding how cities work. Like, you know, we're at a cusp of realizing that we want creative spaces and we want, you know, these bustling multi-use developments, but you don't have to knock down what's what's already there to get it. You know, it's it's part of an understanding that raw, passionate relationships and cultures should be maintained and allowed to flourish. And members of the public and people that don't skate, like I said earlier, are very quick to say and observe that skaters have this great kinship. And, you know, it's just it's promoting that in all sorts of life. And if we could have, you know, we're living in a day and age where if we could have the kind of community, like the sense of community that skateboarders have in the wider world, I think the world would be a, a better place. Just, you just said the exact word that I was going to try and get to in a minute, which is community. Because I think that's one of the things that skateboarding can really show the rest of the world, like exactly what you're saying. That, that there, there's a lot of what I guess are called soft skills that are developed when you go out skateboarding. Not only do you learn to manipulate your body and the skateboard, but you learn how to get on with other people quite often from many different walks of life. And, and, and I think that one of the great things about South Bank being open and that quite often members of the public are there seeing it is they get to see that firsthand properly. Yeah. Not just some YouTube edit or some Instagram photo, which is cool and those things are cool, but to see it in real life and to see young and old and advanced and beginner skateboarders all getting on and helping each other out and vibing and motivating each other, you, you can't buy that sort of stuff, do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, you're, you're completely right. And you know, I think people people want that. People that don't skate want that in their life. Uh, and so that's why when they see it, they get really hyped. If, you know, and a lot of these people obviously do, if, if, they, if they like, you know, knitting or football or whatever, you know, I'm not saying that skateboarding is the like exclusively the only, you know, subculture that has their own community, but, you know, it is a strong community. And I, I think a lot of people have it could could learn a lot from skateboarding and skateboarding's progressing it's maturing you know you've got like in the, the rise of independent brands which is again reflective of this trend in skateboarding which is returning to its roots kind of so i think that's really powerful and yeah we're just all about community we're just we're based on community and that's what we advocate uh, and that's always been strong one of the things i really loved when i went to that one year jam is there's a there's a, a photo and i hope it's become famous now where you, somebody spliced um, a dude from like clearly the 70s on, on the bank and the, almost the exact same angle, someone from modern day times. Oh, I got that. Right? You got that? 
It, it was one of those, yeah, yeah, yeah that one, had, yeah. One like one. that, and there was one coming the other way as well. Yeah, the Stefan de Cool, the like, the the aerial shot of the front side power slide or something. That's it. Yeah, the Stefan de Cool. We actually had one more of these, but um, somebody picked it up. They actually came by. Talking of community, they came by on this photo, and they were like, "Can I take this? That's my uncle." <laughs> we were like, "What?" And uh, so yeah, we gave away. Turns out we should have because it's our last one. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was his uncle's. Um, so that's the kind of thing. I, lo I love that you know this guy's uncle was one of the photographers that Stefan de Cool photographed, and that's one of our most iconic images. It um, was the biggest image we had in our exhibition a couple of weeks ago with Adidas and it's banging. The fact that this kid just came past, like, oh, that's, that's my uncle. Like, <laughs> love that. Yeah, I love this. I love this. Really showing the history and really showing. And it's amazing that such a spot has been usable by four different decades of types of skateboarding. I yeah, <laughs> the trends, the trends, they come and go. But I think, you know, within two years, everyone's going to be wearing baggy trousers at South Bank again. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's already beginning to start, I think. There's, yeah, a, yeah, there's some true. 90s retro stuff going on, oh, it's cool. Yeah, definitely, definitely. The return of the cargo trousers. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. That recent DC video, I can't remember who it was. and. Uh, just like every kind of era and style of parties, I can't remember what it was, but yeah, baggy trousers. So in the immediate term, you talked a little bit earlier about what the plans are and you said at the moment there is some stuff happening sort of as we speak with architects and structural engineers. Do you know what the next thing is that you're looking, you know, I'm guessing you've broken it down into milestones here and there. What's the next one that you're looking to achieve immediately? Well, structurally speaking, the next milestone is beginning, we begin design work on the 17th of July. Um, so we've just made uh, official appointments of our structural engineers, building services and architects and contract administration. This is all very boring stuff. This is the kind of stuff we have to deal with on yeah, our well, emails. Yeah, it's what you have to do, yeah. But um, yeah, so the next stage is starting off the design process. The design process will take 10 weeks um, and then we get the designs back from the three companies uh, and then we put that together and put it out to tenure which is called that goes out to contractors um, and then the contractors will choose which obviously has the best deal and who we want for what reasons and then we aim to start works around September October time um, so we're continually fundraising um, so our, our next milestone I guess would be to start works. I mean, we had a really major milestone last week, which was making the formal appointments um, of our building services providers, which is something that we've been preparing for almost a year now, at least. I mean, the last six months has been pretty heavy, like planning-wise. So, you know, it was planning was a major milestone. Now it's firm appointments have been made and contracts are being written up about um, building services. Um, so that's pretty major. And that, that, that's the kind of thing that this is why we need people to come and support us because, you know, we're about to sign some contracts that are paying for materials and stuff. So we need to, you know, make sure that we do have the funds to meet these targets because we really don't want to get to a stage where, you know, the, the substrata section's been done and the materials are there, um, but we can't move forward. So that's why we need the support. But yeah, the milestone is starting works in um, the winter and hopefully it should be open by around February, March 2018. Because, you know, 
in the broader scheme of things, it's a relatively small project in terms of size, and it's obviously huge for us as skateboarders and as you know. But for somewhere like London, it's quite yeah. yeah. For, for somewhere like London and for somewhere like Arab and Max Fordham, the companies we're going through, tiny. Like they're they're not making a profit on it at all. So right. it's a it's a funny meeting of worlds um, where it's like huge for us and then like <laughs> arguably like pretty insignificant for. A structural engineer that's drawing like a, a concrete substrate component or something, which is funny. It's just a great meeting of minds. Like we walk into meetings with these huge companies, and we're sat in our sweaty t-shirts, and, <laughs> and like in a, in a tall office in uh, in central London, and we're just still smelly from the session. Stuart, I'm really hyped that yeah, um, I really hope that you're moving on to the next level, because like I say, there was a there was almost a bit like, yeah, it's been saved, brilliant, okay, right, what next? And to hear that there is a what next, and to hear that there is some more stuff happening, and that, yeah, because it's a world famous spot, world famous, you know what I mean? There's not many of those, you know, we, you know, there's like EMB in San Francisco, and there's like, I don't know, a few other spots, maybe like, maybe the Dina in Bristol, or Livy in, in Scotland, but South Bank, everybody knows South Bank. You know, there's actually, the only other spot that I would compare it to would be Love Park, which is gone now, yeah, and yeah, Brooklyn Banks. And I actually heard recently that Brooklyn Banks could be getting restored. Right. Yeah, this is this is not confirmed, but we got a message from Quarter Snacks um, a while ago. Big up Quarter Snacks for the donation, by the way. Shout out Quarter Snacks. That was, that was very well received. So you're, so you're almost beginning to have an international impact now. People are seeing what you're doing here and going, Oh yeah, dude, this can be done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get messages all the time from like, whether it's like Day One Sung commenting on our video or like somebody like it. Like skaters all around the world. Like, I was living in San Francisco before I moved back to London to work on the project. And like, I went to meetings with Deluxe and Spitfire, like Jim Theobode. And Jim personally is down to back it. And you know, there's, there's things in the pipeline. and. You know, so it's, it's not just in England, like it fully is internationally recognised. But going back to my original point, uh, we were speaking to the boys from Quarter Snacks recently and they were just hyped and they, were, they sent us a big message like, oh, you know, you guys are doing an awesome job, like part of what we do, we're modelled on like part of your ethos, you know, as we all are in skateboarding. And uh, they said that there might be something similar happening with Brooklyn Banks recently. Because I saw some videos of, uh, I think it was Hayat, Holtberg, I can never say his name, but the polar guy skating it a couple of months back. Um, but yeah, apparently that might be doing something. But um, watch that space. I don't really know what's going on there. Years and years ago, I interviewed Alva when he was over for the Vans Downtown Showdown. And I asked him about what trips he'd made to England. And like straight away, the first thing he mentioned was South Park, like in the 70s when he came over. Yeah, so, yeah. I think that's the same for like, any skater. If, if, if you're going somewhere, that's mostly the first name on people's, people's lips. Uh, apart from uh, maybe Pioneer, got to shout out Pioneer. I'm from Hearts. So. <laughs> cool. Well, Stuart, thank you very much for your time. Yeah, like I say, proper hyped. Good for you guys. Yeah, it's you it's so much. good Thanks to see people putting in hard work and, and sorting stuff out as opposed to just sitting back and waiting for someone else to do it. Yeah, we're about being proactive here. We're solutions focused along the South Bank. Stuart, thank you very much. You're welcome. Have a good one, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Skateboarding Show. If you liked it, share it with your friends and make sure you subscribe so that you don't miss out on any future episodes. Dance breed, dance breed, dance breed. 
Dance breed! Dance breed!